Welcome to Sheesh Fit, a celebration of good health and an examination of holistic fitness. I'm your host, Ashish Thomas. The three planes of motion are imaginary flat surfaces used as reference points to describe human movement. They help us understand how different motions occur during exercise. The first of the three planes of motion is a sagittal plane. This plane divides the body into left and right halves, running vertically from front to back. Movements that occur within the sagittal plane are flexion and extension. Flexion refers to a movement that decreases the angle between two body segments, bringing them closer together. So a joint bends and the angle between the two involved bones decreases. Some examples of this movement include performing the concentric portion of the bicep curl, bringing the leg up so that it's parallel to the ground for leg raises, and pulling your chest toward the lower extremities for a crunch. Now extension is the opposite of flexion and involves increasing the angle between two body segments, moving them farther apart. So it's a straightening motion. This is seen in the eccentric portion of the bicep curl when you're lowering the weight and straightening your arm. It's also seen when you lower your leg for the leg raise and bring your head back to the ground during the crunch. Keep in mind that you can overdo extension, which is something called hyperextension. When you hyperextend, you exceed your normal capability and range of motion, which often leads to injury. So that's just something to keep in mind. And that's flexion and extension. But before I move on, one final thing I want to note is the naming for flexion and extension of the calf muscles. And that's because it can get a little confusing. So extension would be when you push your foot up, which is known as plantar flexion. And I remember this by associating plantar with planting the foot. But the other part of the movement when you bring your foot down is called dorsiflexion. Now for dorsiflexion, the balls of your feet had to be resting on an elevated surface for your heels to go down past parallel. The second plane of motion is the frontal plane. The frontal plane divides the body into front and back halves, running vertically from side to side. Movements that occur within the frontal plane are abduction and adduction. Abduction involves moving a body segment away from the midline of the body. Abduction would be like raising your arms up for a lateral raise or moving your legs in a similar motion. Adduction involves moving a body segment back toward the midline. I remember that by thinking of adduction as adding back to the body. So an example of adduction would be lowering your arm back down to the starting position for a lateral raise. Another movement that occurs in the frontal plane is lateral flexion. Lateral flexion involves bending the spine from side to side. This includes tilting the head to touch the ear to the shoulder because that includes the cervical spine. Other movements in the frontal plane to note include inversion and eversion, which relate to the movement of the foot. Inversion is bringing your foot in toward the midline, and eversion involves tilting your foot away from the midline. The last plane is the transverse plane. The transverse plane divides the body into upper and lower halves, running horizontally. Movements that occur within the transverse plane are rotation and horizontal abduction slash adduction. Rotation comprised of internal rotation or rotating toward the middle of the body and external rotation 
or rotating away from the middle of the body involves turning your body segment around its long axis. This can be rotating the head from side to side or twisting the trunk to the left or right. You can also rotate the forearm to turn the palm of the hand up or down. Real quick, to key in on the arms, rotating them so that the palms are up would be supination and the opposite would be pronation. In addition to rotation, you also have horizontal abduction and adduction as movements in this plane. Horizontal abduction is when you move a body segment away from the midline of the body in a horizontal plane. This movement occurs at the shoulder and hip joints. It could be moving the arms away from the midline of the body as in a T pose or moving the thighs away from the midline of the body as in a wide legged stance. Horizontal adduction involves bringing a body segment back toward the midline of the body in a horizontal plane. An example of this is moving the arm across the front of the body, such as when you bring your arm from a straight outstretched position to a position where it crosses in front of your chest. And those are the three planes of motion. Overall, these planes of motion are crucial in understanding how different body parts and segments move. They are involved in simple things like walking, but things can get really complex. Sometimes we use all these planes at once. So when we study biomechanics or physical therapy, an understanding of these planes helps us analyze movement and potentially avoid injury.